Not if I'm not getting paid. I don't want to know how you're doing. Yeah, so. Matt Palmer is not talking at all today. I've been very busy. Or yesterday. Did you talk to me yesterday? I saw you one of those days and I said hello. <sighs> you it wasn't realized. enough. You should have asked, how are you? Did you ask me how I was? Uh, I might have. <laughs> no, you didn't. I thought it. I was like, I wonder how she's doing in there in that bedroom. Well, she's working hard. Got an EP coming out. <gasps> That's right. This is the last yes. podcast before the EP. Yes, it is. It's, so this is all we're going to talk about. The EP. <laughs> that is EP. true. Get it ready for an hour long discussion. Track by track. No, we will be doing that, but in a different podcast. <laughs> okay, great, great, great. The Two Game Mats Podcast. It's Matt Steele. And it's Matt Palmer. And you just heard a clip of my upcoming single, Do It All Again, which is a part of the Good Part CP coming out this Friday. Stay tuned. I love that one. <laughs> We've got to give previews along the way. Just at least one last preview before I have nothing else to preview. I love that one. The second verse, guys. It's all about the second <laughs> verse. It's all about the second Very verse. Very specific. The thing is, you've probably heard that song Three times? Yes. Like, may not even like two times, but wow. I still remember how the melody goes exactly. <laughs> hey, that means I did something right. Yeah. I don't remember all the lyrics, but like yes. I sing the melody like at work and I just sing that second verse over and over again as I'm like making milkshakes. You better tell those little kids you work with. Oh, I'm telling all those. To stream kids. away. Don't worry. Oh, they know. Whenever there any new music comes out, I'm like, okay, everyone, <laughs> this is what we're doing. This is what we're talking about today. But luckily today, uh, my coworker Bianca asked me, she was like, oh my God, have you heard? Um, Olivia Rodrigo's new album And I was like Do you think I haven't heard that album please I was hoping someone would bring it up And I wouldn't have to So thank you Did you talk about it for a long time Was she sad she asked you about it By the end of the no, discussion No she was very excited okay. She's a very big uh, fan of the song Good For You Oh that's yeah. a great song And uh, she dates a, a guy named Beto Who works there as mm, well Okay. Uh, and uh, I was like yeah the song's very Averly and everything And he was like what? Who? And I was like, oh, sweetie. How old is Beto? Uh, he was born in 1999. Okay. Well, <laughs> we have to move on. <laughs> Matt Steele. Yes. How are you? I'm good. Yes. My week was good. I got my car back. I saw it outside. I was like, it's, it's here. There. there she is. Helen. Helen. My back. mom. My mom named her Helen. Was I'm, it a, Was it a, an ordeal? Like once you got it back, like was it a, as big of a deal as you thought it could have been? No. Okay. So I went back Monday to get it. Yes. Because they had to replace the uh Speed sensor. Okay. And so I arrived Monday and they were like, hey, it's not ready. So. <laughs> no, not that it wasn't ready, but they were like, okay, so we installed the speed sensor, but we test drove it on the highway and uh, something's still wrong with it. Oh, no. We don't know what it is. We know it's definitely not transmission. So, like, you don't have to worry about that. But it's something, like, electrical, which, mm. like, who knows what that means. And so I was like, okay. So I, like, took the car for one day because I had to go immediately to work. And then Tuesday I dropped it off again. And so I was ex- – I had already paid – I had, like, paid for the speed sensor. Right. And dropped – a lot of money uh, And so I was like Oh no am I gonna have to Like pay for something Else right. along with this And so then uh, Friday They called me And they were just like Hey so good news The speed sensor That we installed Like the new one yeah. Was faulty Like oh, it didn't it, so like, it, it was busted Great And they were like Yeah we spent the last Like four days And we had to like Bring in a special guy To like wow. we couldn't figure out What the hell was wrong like, And it just was The, the speed car. sensor But the speed sensor They had installed Was faulty Yes oh. So they gave me A good brand new one and great. so far, no problems. Wow, everyone's doing great. Uh, 
Spoiler alert for okay. The Handmaid's Tale, people. Oh, my God. June has made it to Canada. Has she really? She has. Is this the final season, then? No, I no. this is the middle of the season, so you know she is going to go back oh. and save some fucking <laughs> kids or some shit. Okay. be without her daughter or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I mean, it, that does seem like something you'd want to bring to Canada <laughs> with you if you were June well, in this scenario. Trust me, she spent the last four seasons trying to get her daughter because <laughs> she stayed in there. She mm. had many opportunities. She needs to go to Canada, but she's like, not without my daughter. Mm. But this time she went without her daughter and, you know, she's going to feel guilty about it. <laughs> she's going to flee back and it's just going to be like, oh, God. Are you hoping she stays in Canada without her daughter? That seems not on brand of for course you. I'm hoping she stays in Canada, but you know she's not going to. <laughs> she thinks she'd just be like, fuck that daughter I had. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, like, she can't be like that. Right. But I just, I need to know how it ends. And with the second she goes back into Gilead, it's just going to be like, oh, we're not ending for a of while. Of course. So, yeah, that happens. Okay. Um, I don't know. Other fun things happened. Yes. Just, you know, I had a fine time. That's good. Yeah. So good car. (laughs) Yeah. Good Canada. Yes. What about you, Matt Palmer? Uh, Also similarly good. I was very happy with the Olivia Rodrigo we heard. It's even growing on me since we listened to it initially and did our little listening party on it. If you haven't listened to our spinoff podcast, Two Gay Mads, The Listening Party, now would be a great time to jump in and listen to our review of Olivia Rodrigo's album, Track by Track, and they play the tracks right along with it. So we can all listen together. It's fun. Um, So I've been listening to that a lot and just doing a lot of prep work for um, the EP that comes out on Friday and I am still the last thing I have to do is edit the do it all again video which again is going to be more of a performance video just so I can tell everybody up front it's not going to be like a I don't want it moment or like it's just going to be a fun performance moment to highlight the song. Okay, a good, a, a, a nice indie video. Yeah, if you would call sure, it. let's We're going. Call. It's going to be like the A twenty four of music videos. Uh, well, it's like indie, but like real good and could win Oscars. Uh, sure, we'll go with that. All right, <laughs> we will go with that. Um, but that's the last. I think that's the last thing I have to really do on. I mean, of course, promote, promote, promote. But mm. as far as like making content for the EP, it's like it's all there. It's all coming out. So it just it feels weird. It feels like I can't believe it's happening so soon. But I'm just excited for people to. Hear it and like hear what people's favorites are. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to hear all those new songs because all I have heard are uh, the song that is out now, uh, uh, I Don't Want It, which yes. is a classic if you haven't heard it. I mean, um, Do It All Again, which yes. is a classic. Oh, wow. And uh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, what's the one? Uh, Leave uh, me. Leave me out. Leave me out. Yes. Okay. <laughs> classic. All right. So so far, I've heard three class- yes. classics out of seven inevitable classics. Okay. Um. So I am very excited to finally hear all of it. Well, and get I- ready because you're going to be watching that video and listening to each of those songs. And we'll have a special listening party episode about the EP. So get ready. All right. I'm all ready. Right. My ears are open. All right. Well, for today, should we dive into some news for idiots? Let's dive into the news. Okay. Have you seen these pictures of Rita Ora and Taika Watiti? Is that how you say his name? Yes. And uh, Tessa Thompson? Yes, and they're hot. I want in. <laughs> I feel like whatever the opposite of stars they're just like us are, like they're truly triple kissing. All configurations of people are kissing in public in front of the cameras. I don't know if they know that they're there. It seems like Rita and Taika are in an open relationship and Tessa is involved. And it's like, you know, if everyone's happy and healthy... I love that for them. I love that. He's got an Oscar. Tessa's uh, got, what does she have? A a flourishing movie career. Rita Ora uh, is doing something. (laughs) Her last EP is nice. She has a song called Big. I thought she was an actress. 
She is a singer, okay, actress. She's great. I know she, she is a British pop star. She's had many hit. Like she was trying to be the new Rihanna for a second there. I remember. Okay, now it's all coming back. Okay, <laughs> this gotcha. is awful. No, I love her. She's great. I want to be in the throuple with her. I mm-hmm. guess we would be a quadruple, then. right? The four um, of you, the four of us yes. together. I mean, if they're happy, good for th- it. Just is like is th- also. I don't know for Tessa Thompson. Wasn't she with Janelle Monae? I would love to know what happened there because it seems like they're still friends well, and friendly. Confirmed. I, could, I have. A, I had a feeling. Well, do you think Janelle Monae is like in the kitchen cooking up dinner for I all of them? I don't. I think Janelle is busy. I mean, not to say that these three aren't busy, but I feel like Janelle has many films and TV shows and albums on her plate. You know, who has time for three significant others? Not Janelle. Oh, true. Janelle you know, is is quite busy. That's a lot, a lot of time. Yeah, but look how much fun they're having. Like are, Janelle can take a day off to like <laughs> hop in there. Maybe like a good brunch thruple moment, but like a full time thruple, it's just like ugh. I mean, there's only so many hours in the day. I can't imagine. But they all, it seems like they're three very easy people to make happy. Like, sure. Taika is very pleasant. Rita seems very nice. Tessa seems very nice. I'm sure, I, I'm sure they're not as needy as like an Olivia Rodrigo or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, oh, well, you listen to that album and you're like, damn. I know. It's like, girl, I am on your side, but like, I bet you're exhausting. <laughs> Like not to say that we are not exhausting oh, in relationships. I am, oh my god! Could you imagine if I put out an album about my relationships? Oh, People would be would like, be, "Matt Steele, you're insane." The thing about it is, it would be so much longer. <laughs> it would be just every day would have a different song, and it's yeah. like also we as listeners don't have time for that. <laughs> You'd make time. It'd be the content would be good enough. It, oh, it'd be very emotional. Um, but that is something that happened today. So, you know, best of luck to the three of them. I hope they are very happy. This is news from Matt Steele. Apparently, the Sanderson sisters are all set to come back for Hocus Pocus 2. We got three official tweets from the officially verified Twitter accounts. Mm. Therefore... Because there's been so much talk on. about this happening on Disney Plus for mm-hmm. so long. So now this is just confirmation. Yes. Okay. So I'm happy about that. I know okay. there was like rumors that uh, Sarah Jessica was the one that they were holding out on. Mm. She was the, the posh spice oh, of the three. She was uh, the Kim Cattrall of this movie. She was the Kim Cattrall. So it was very much that. Oh, my God. I know. I didn't even connect that. I always am. Brilliant. <laughs> um, that is also a thruple I would like to be a part of. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, that would be a beautiful <laughs> it would be a beautiful uh, square, a love square you guys would have. Honestly, like I this would be the this is the love square that turns me on the most uh, out of the two that we have discussed on the Two Gay Mats podcast. Okay. Today. Uh, but I'll happily accept either one, whichever one will have me. I mean, I guess I will watch this movie. I don't know. If I, since I only watched the original Hocus Pocus as an adult and didn't get it, I don't know if I will like this, but people seem excited about it. I think you need to watch it again. Watch the first one again? Yes. Come on. Come on. I feel like it wasn't that long ago that I watched it. It was like 2014, maybe, I want to say. So that was almost a decade ago. Feels like just yesterday that I was sitting (laughs) watching that and being like, huh? (laughs) Like, I, but people do seem to like it. And I'm sure the new. I know part two is going to be great for some. And yes. I'm excited for, for all, all for fans. all for America. It's going to save the country. I mean, I just, I love this movie so much. I've loved it like since I was five. Right. So, uh, you know, I think the three of them, their chemistry together is just like some of the greatest on screen chemistry mm. ever. So I'm excited to see what season two holds. I season hope that, two, I mean, not season <laughs> two, uh, the sequel holds. Yes. Uh, I hope they have a lot of fun and it's just a, Big old fun, splashy show. All right. Well, Matt Steele, happy 10-year anniversary. 
of Born This Way. Born This Way. <laughs> yes. An album that has grown on me since it has come out. I just needed to disconnect it from the title track, which again, I find horrible. <laughs> but that album is great. And I was listening to it today because I saw that it was a 10 year anniversary and I was listening back to it and like, Man, like government hooker and Shiza and freaking hair. You love your hair. I love hair. It's so good. And um, Bloody Mary. Mm. There's uh, there's just so many great songs. It's just like an album that was such a moment in time. I feel like if the single choices were a little bit different, I would have liked the era more. But the album itself has such great highlights. The You and I's, the Edge of Glories, mm. like. Hits. Yes, and we were also like at the height of Lady Gaga. Oh my God. So it was, the world just revolved around her and it was such an exciting time. And she also received uh, a key to the city of West Hollywood today after um, the mayor, Lindsay P. Horvath, of the mayor of West Hollywood, declared May 23rd, Born This Way Day. All right. All right. And we were born this way. We really were. And then they made this whole, you know, um, pride flag, inclusive pride flag thing with born this way as the text on some streets. Saw that. We love that. Saw she showed up at like the Abbey and yes. we were just like, oh. She's very brunette now. She is very brunette. Yes, looks good. It's like, yeah. a, it's like um, Boiling Points Gaga. Remember when she was on MTV's Boiling Points? Yes. I always think about that. <laughs> yes, I remember that. And she looked like um this girl who was just a contestant on The Bachelor. She was a, a villain. What was her name? Oh, gosh. It might have been Victoria or something, but she was so mean. And she kept calling everyone whores. And it's like, ooh, sweetie, it's not 2007. <laughs> so I, whenever I think of Boiling Points Gaga, I think of her. But I also think that, you know, it's the album topped the charts in 24 countries, including the U.S., where it sold 1.1 million copies its first week, mm. spawned four top 10 hits, and is certified four times platinum in the U.S. I forgot how crazy that original cover is with her head on that motorcycle. Oh, I love it. It's great. <laughs> Cause I always listen to the deluxe edition on Spotify, which is just the face. Yeah. And you forget. Yeah, no, it, there's a forget. whole, whole image to this. <laughs> it's not just the, the glamor shot. Oh, I'm trying to think of other favorites on this. Album. I also really like bad kids a lot. Electric chapel. Oh, I was, that was what I was forgetting. I, it's just hits. Yeah. I some mean, great songs. I, and there's a lady Gaga pop-up shop. In LA, is there? Right? I think so. I didn't hear or that. like a, a Born This Way pop up shop. Wow, where I is think, it? I think it's in LA. I want to go. I think that's why she like was running around West Hollywood. Oh, I think this is what I. I thought it was just for the key of this, the key to the city. You know, mm-hmm. I thought it was for a bunch of things. Well, could you imagine? I was so mad. I yelled at all my friends today. I texted them. I was mm-hmm. like, "Why didn't you invite me to a brunch today in West Hollywood so I could have been there for Lady Gaga?" I mean, <laughs> you could have. Planned the brunch and invited them. You know I don't plan. Okay, things. well, <laughs> you know I, I like to get invited to things. That must be nice. <laughs> um, well, she also I think was on the pilot of the new Oprah Winfrey Prince Harry Apple TV Plus series, The Me You Can't See, and uh, went into detail about the trauma she experienced early in her in her career at the hands of an unnamed music producer. Uh, Germanata then 19 said she suffered a total psychotic break that she has been healing from ever since Um, she has said she understands the Me Too movement and that some people name their abusers but she does not want to face this person again so he will not be named okay I'm glad she is healing and, you know, I think we'd heard about this and the whole uh, Till It Happens to You, of course, the song she wrote with Diane Warren Mm -hmm. um, touched on this as well. And I think there are there's talks of who it is. And it's like, I don't feel comfortable sharing on the podcast because, you know, she just said she doesn't want to name him. Yeah. Um, And then we don't want to, like, put a name out there when it's just like a rumor. I mean, it's pretty 
So the, the 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 details she gives in this tie to public articles is what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. So I'm more worried about her and not. Okay. I'm worried about okay. <laughs> the other person. But I am glad to see she's healing from it. And I feel like obviously being outspoken and talking about these things publicly is probably going to give a lot of people out there who have been through this kind of situation uh, some comfort to know that if this Lady Gaga went through something like this and suffered, you know, suicidal thoughts afterwards and made it through, that they can as well. So. All our love goes out to her and all our love goes out to Billy Porter as well, who this week has opened up about his um, HIV positive diagnosis. Uh, And this is very much in keeping with, um, you know, his character on Pose. Obviously, Pray Tell um, is positive. And I think he's going through that this season on Pose. I still need to catch up. So I'm a little behind. Mm -hmm. But he has broken his 14 year silence and is basically coming out and saying, I'm as healthy as I've ever been. Like these anti, you know, these drugs that are available now allow me to live a normal life like the stigma behind this is unwarranted and I think it is going to again help a lot of people who are positive be like oh I see myself and I see how successful he is for so long after that initial diagnosis mm. it's really amazing what what um, has you know how how medicine has evolved because you watch like an it's a sin or a pose and it's such a death sentence oh yeah and especially in just i mean it feels like the last like decade and a half alone Honestly. like the stigma behind it has just like changed so much and yeah. so many more people have come out as being hiv positive and and they're just like flourishing like billy porter's like at the height of his career like, he's doing so amazing yes and it, it's it's so wonderful because he's been in you know the ether for so long right. especially in the theater community and the fact that He's like really he's just like a household name now. It's so exciting. Yes. So I'm glad he was able to share that part of his story. And I'm glad he's doing so well. Um, And I'm glad that more celebrities are becoming open about this. I feel like that's kind of the general theme of everything is like, don't hide things. It makes things worse. Just Mm -hmm. be open about it. And I'm sure you can help someone. So thank you, Billy Porter, for your openness. Um, so, Dear Evan Hansen, uh-huh. <laughs> that trailer was released. Uh-huh, baby. <laughs> How did you feel about it? Look. <laughs> Look. As a 500-year-old person, <laughs> m- myself, who just played a high schooler, hey. I say, Ben Platt, you better fucking get it. Hey. You better play the fuck out of that role, because guess what? That is your role. That is his role. That is your role. That role was developed for your old ass. Yeah. Not when he was that old, but yes, it was so old. (laughs) You know, it was developed for you. No one sings that shit like you. That's the thing. It's your role. It's like people were talking so much shit about how old he looked in the trailer. And honestly, did we need to give him that wig? Like the wig they put on him is just like okay. I mean, they have to make him look nerdy. I guess, but like he could look nerdy and like I don't know. I just really (laughs) you want him to be like a hunkier. No, I just felt like. The wig was more distracting than his age. <laughs> I truly was just like, "What?" It is, is quite happening? a wig. It it's is quite. It's qu- it is quite long in the back. Yes, but and also like thinning at the top. It's strange. You know what? It's thinning at the top, but his vibrato is as thick and buttery as ever. <laughs> so that's all that matters. He sounds so beautiful. And that's the thing is like I am, have such a soft spot for this guy because I truly think he has one of the most gorgeous voices I have ever heard. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, he tweeted. I think that's since been deleted about randos being jerks about his age in the in the trailer yes drag them and ben. so he is dragging them but i'm sure his fellow evan hansen and boyfriend um oh who was that gay boy who had a show for a minute and that iconic interview and that iconic interview what was his i forget his oh name. god look it up look it up okay, okay i'm going <laughs> um but yes so he is 
playing, you know, he is saying that he is going to be in high school one last time at the ripe old <laughs> age of 27, but he is going to do an amazing job. I'm excited for the film. The film version looks great. I didn't realize that Amy Adams and Julianne Moore were like the moms in it until I saw the trailer. I was like, oh shit. I oh, honestly yeah. didn't realize this was being made until the trailer came out. Oh, real? Wait, what? I like, either we talked about it and I forgot it or I never heard that. His boyfriend's name is Noah Galvin. Thank you. Anyway, so no, well, I'm shocked because it feels like the casting announcements for all the roles just sort of just happened. Mm. And so I was like, oh, this is going to take a while to make. And it's like, oh, they shot this they sh- real quick. Yes. Well, because they were like, this girl ain't getting any younger. Mark <laughs> Platt was like, let's go. We get the cameras fucking rolling. That's what they said in Vanity Fair. They're like, there was a lot of pressure to get this done as soon as possible. And yeah, what, Pla- do you, what do you think pre-production of Devos was like for me? I was like, listen, motherfuckers, we, we, are, shoot we are shooting this today. this summer because these laugh lines on my face are only getting deeper. Hey, that's how it goes. Uh, so I'm glad they shot. He was like in the article, he was like, I honestly thought because of all the red tape and how long it was going to take that this movie would just get canceled because I'm Mm. going to age out of it. Mm. So I'm, I mean, I'm glad we're going to get a version of him singing these songs in such beautiful quality and that we'll be able to see the entire story on film, even if he's a little older than high school, but it's like, come on, look, Greece. Well, well, Greece, (laughs) the reason why Greece, they're older is because like they're supposed to be old people like playing into the nostalgia of teenagers. So like them being older in Greece is like part Part of the artistic vision, which is honestly brilliant. Um, but like literally, guys, you want to know what other high school movies have people older than high school age playing high schoolers? Literally fucking all yeah, of them. All so of like them. every comment section of every trailer of a high school movie is just like, these kids don't look like they should be in high school. So it's like you noticing that the people in this movie are not high school age. It's not a very hot take. Right. Okay? Like every single high school movie has old ass people playing high schoolers. Right. Just fucking deal with it. If we can survive Barbara Streisand being 27 playing a 50 oh year old God. woman you will in never Hello Dolly, get over this. we will survive this. We will never. Oh my, this. you <laughs> must get over it. It's been so long. <laughs> you weren't even alive, were you? No, I don't know. Was when, I alive? You think I was alive when Barbara Streisand was twenty-seven years old? I don't know. You guys look similar ages. Wow, <laughs> wow. Look, look. Let Ben Platt play uh, Evan Hansen, and you know what? Let Barbara Streisand play Mama Rose in the Gypsy movie that she so desperately wants to play. So just go for it. As long as it's well done, I'm excited, and it looks good. I'm excited to see it. I'm surprised that there's no blue. There's no blue. Like the show is so blue. Oh, the show is literally like you're in a neon blueberry. Interesting. Like the design of everything. Yeah, this looked very like drab. <laughs> like <laughs> like a, like very like like undertone. Yes, yes. Yeah, and even like red. Like the lockers were red. I was like, there should be no red in Dear Evan Hansen, but I guess this is a different vision. It's, it's the guy film. who uh, it's the guy who directed a uh, uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, well, that's in keeping. Yeah, and you like that movie a lot. I did. I've great. never seen it. So. It's really good. Yeah, I hear it's really great. So I'm excited about it. Good for Ben Platt. That is his role. Mm. Go for it, girl. Play your truth and sing your heart out because you'll be great. Yes. Yeah. Uh, ASAP Rocky has confirmed that he and Rihanna are dating. Uh, I don't know much about ASAP Rocky. I don't think I've ever heard his music except the fact that he is stunningly beautiful. And I think also he had he said something colorist at some point, which is unfortunate. Uh. So I'm hoping that Rihanna can educate him. On colorism and why it's not okay to tweet and say those kind of things. But if Rihanna's happy, he called her the love of his life and my lady. Um, She amounts to probably like a million of the other ones. I think when you know, you know she's the one. So he's all in. 
All right. Well, the question is, is this going to distract her from making her album or is this going to inspire her I mean, to make a, a beautiful album I think, of her being in love? I think inspire. And also, since he's a musician as well, he's going to come home from the studio and be like, oh, the Rihanna, like I have great new music. Mm. And she's like, oh, I remember music. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me take a break from, you know, my picture books and my cooking classes or whatever. And I'm going to go back and do that. So I think it'll inspire. That's my hope. OK. This, do you think that this album's going to be her lover? No. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Maybe. I don't foresee that for her. In what way? I'm trying to interpret your no. I don't see her making an album like that. I don't see her making a, a lovesick album in general. And I also don't anticipate her making an album like Lover. Well, no, she wouldn't make an album that sounds like Lover, right. but it, w- it would still be a very cool, re- like, care-free Rihanna album. We might get a but, love uh, song or two. I don't think she could. I, she could not do a whole album of love songs. I just don't believe Rihanna would. I don't like, think she would care about any man that much. But like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's very true. You know, it I just mean, doesn't feel. I mean, Drake, who's literally, like, the biggest guy musician on the planet. Right. It has just been throwing himself at her for and God knows how like, long. And she's like, please stop embarrassing like, me. Eh. <laughs> I know. I know he really wanted that to happen. Um, well, in good news, Olivia Rodrigo is projected to debut at number one in the US with sales around 195 and 220K. Obviously, the biggest, um, this would be the fourth biggest opening week in the US behind Taylor Swift, J. Cole, and Morgan Wallen, I guess, of the past year. Is my guess of what this is saying? Okay. Um, and you know the album is great. Good for you is supposedly headed towards number one on the Hot 100 as well. So maybe she'll have the number one album, number one single. And it's just like, man, when was the last time like a superstar was born in this way? Where in it was such so a, immediate. Oh, it's such a quick fashion. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, and she's doing everything right. Right. They and are doing everything right around her. And it's like, how? How did this happen? Especially because now where we've always been like, oh, there are no superstars anymore because there's no monoculture. Like we all have our different playlists or different like niches. And here she comes. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm very interested to see how, like what happens in the future with her and how the rest of this era kind of rolls out. Right. Because like Billie Eilish obviously became a huge superstar, but what I don't know this, it, this, it wasn't like, First single number one for a million weeks, and then the album number one for a million weeks. It was it was kind of like a build. Yes, you know, very much so. I remember seeing uh, things about Billie Eilish and being like, "Who is this? I know person that people are talking about. I don't. I, I shouldn't care about this. Like, <laughs> she's not going to be big. And right. how? What a fool I was. I know. The last time I remember like a huge single like that, just from a debut single from a debut artist, is I remember. When Kesha put out TikTok, it was the most inescapable song I'd ever heard. Mm. Like, it was number one for so many weeks. Mm. And I was like, wow, 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 wow. So, yeah. I mean, the point is, Olivia Rodrigo is doing it and good for her. Um, and speaking of giant pop stars, Ariana Grande is a Mrs. Ariana. Um, what's the guy's name? <laughs> Gomez. <laughs> She got married to Dalton Gomez over the weekend. How did I miss this? I was going to say, I'm looking at your face. Did you not hear this? No. This came out on Monday. Wait. (laughs) Wait. How did I miss this? Wait. I mean, it was very, she's keeping it hush hush. It's not like she's posting wedding pictures, but yeah, she's married. This is complete <laughs> news to me. How did I not notice this? What else came out? Was this the day the Dear Evan Hansen trail? No, that came out Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Like, that was what people were talking about on Monday. What was I doing I on Monday? Know. I think I was just so angry that I didn't get my car back. Oh, I mean, that would upset me too, in fairness. So, okay. you know, she's been with Dalton Gomez for I don't know how long. Um, 
apparently, well, they started dating in January of last year and got engaged around Christmas. So that's quick. But, you know, she's been engaged before. And so maybe she's been in many long-term important relationships. So maybe she knew that he was the right person having dated before. Um, that apparently the wedding was uh, at her home in Montecito, which you might know as Oprah Country. This uh, included less than 20 guests, including family members from both sides. The whole thing was very intimate and filled with lots of love. <laughs> Jesus, this is a very love-filled two-game match. I know. Podcast. We have like Rita Ora yes. and Tessa and Taika. Lots of love there. Uh, lots, tons love of love. To go there. around. There's uh, Rihanna's fi- like finally like letting a guy love her back. Like, well, there was that guy. She was dating that billionaire for a minute. Oh, I'd love him too. I mean, yeah. I don't know who him. he is or his name. Oh, but he was like, hot too. Oh, really? Yes. And a billionaire. Hot and a billionaire. Oh, gee. Well, he's single now, I guess. I know. So. You better slide in there. We did better Rihanna find his dump, name. Did Rihanna dump the I'm billionaire? I'm sure she did. <laughs> Just like, you know what? Only like people like Rihanna and Mariah Carey can be like, I'm going to dump this billionaire. I'm really, truly. <laughs> um, but, you know, good for Ariana. All the love to her. We're happy. And um, Lil Nas X performed on SNL last night. Speaking of love. Speaking of love, we love him. He we, loves all his background dancers. Yes. They, they love him. They do. That was a hot performance. It was. You better fucking dance. When that dancer licked his neck, I was like. <gasps> I know. I was I like, know. oh my God. I know. This isn't porn. Like it just was. I was wild. And then apparently near the end of the, after the pole dance was where he ripped his pants. I saw that. <laughs> and so you see him at the end of like the last like 30 seconds of the performance, he's like grabbing his crotch and you're like, wait, what's happening? And apparently his pants had ripped. So you didn't see anything. It was just a live malfunction. No, it was family friendly guy. Right, you know. you know. He was just grinding way too hard. I mean. Just shaking those hips and just being <laughs> his big old gay self. He looks great too. What is his workout routine? He really does. Yeah. yeah. So good for him. I, it's just, has there ever been like such an overtly queer uh, like performance on Saturday Night Live? Not that I can think of. I remember when um, Sinead O'Connor ripped up that picture of the Pope. Okay, but how was that queer? <laughs> I don't know. It just was something I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, performances to remember on SNL. Sinead yeah. O'Connor, Ashley Simpson, oh. uh, and uh, Lil Nas X. I would, I would argue that Ashley Simpson performance was queer. <laughs> that that, that is queer canon. That yes. was camp, and there was a lot of backlash attached, which, you know, the gays are used to that. But hey, we are happy it happened, because uh, what a moment. I mean, I don't know if I'm happy it happened. I well, think not she- like happy it happened, but like we look back on the memory and go, wow. What a time It was a time I yes. feel like she could have had yes. More hits And more hit albums Had it not happened Like that kind of Marred her career I think that's so crazy That something like that would. It would never career. happen Like that now Because again Remember Lana Del Rey I remember that And here she is She's still releasing albums With you know Selfies she's, as the cover of it She's releasing albums One every two months I know She is really On the Taylor Ariana schedule Right now Yeah So I mean, hey, I think it's time for an Ashley Simpson comeback. I would love that. I, she that. put out something, but it was with her husband. And I'm like, no. No, we don't need that. <laughs> we don't, oh, I mean, especially now that like angsty music. Olivia is bringing back I know. The angsty music. I hope Avril is ready with some music. I hope Ashley's ready with some music. <gasps> I want them the to time. do like a trio together. Oh, my God. Or like maybe like be in a romantic throuple. I mean, and I I think I told you that uh, Willow Smith is working with Avril. I remember you saying that. I'm yeah. so excited. Oh, we need like a whole group number. We need a whole like we are the world. We are the children of just like angsty pop queens. <laughs> when you call pop music and or songs a number, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I feel like did I that, say number? You did. Oh, we I didn't ne- even know. I just say it, and it just it always. I'm just like, it. oh, I still have to teach him. <laughs> like I feel like you've learned so much, but 
Got to remove number from a pop conversation. They're, they're numbers. They're not. It's like when I call um, cast recording soundtracks or whatever and you get mad at Well, me. that's just factually incorrect. Okay. Well, they're not numbers. <laughs> a number is any sort of performance where there's an element of, I don't know, performance quality. Like a number, like there's background people, there's foreground people. There's But this isn't that This is a song Yeah a These song These are songs But like it could become a number If they do it live Okay we're gonna take a break <laughs> <laughs> Cause I can't keep having this discussion But we'll be back soon with more 2K Mats The podcast Hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline Ready to go to your happy place For a happy price Well why didn't you say so Just download the Priceline app right now And save up to 60% on hotels So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City Go Kevin Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda You never have to miss a trip ever again So download the Priceline app today Your savings are waiting Go to your happy place For a happy price Go to your happy price Priceline all right, we are back, guys. We are. We are on to email my heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at two gamemats at gmail.com. So the oh two spell T W L. Important mm. information. Uh so the first question comes from Kevin. Kevin is our uh, resident uh Eurovision fan. <laughs> oh yes. Who's always asking us about Eurovision. Uh and so Kevin's Subject line is Eurovision, of course. (laughs) Hi, guys. It's Kevin from the Things Gay People Like podcast and your semi-regular Eurovision pusher here. Kevin also (laughs) hosts a great podcast called Things Gay People Like, by the way, which everyone should check it out because he talks about great things because it's things that gay people like. The best things. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, So it's... Email says, I wondered if this will be the year you finally experience the Eurovision Song Contest. I've noticed the grand finale is going to be streamed live on Peacock as part of their free subscriptions here from 12 noon LA time on Saturday, and I would love to hear what you think of it. It's honestly shaping up to be an awesome final with many bops and some really creative and interesting staging concepts. Plus, as you might have seen, NBC will be airing the American Song Contest next year, where the states will compete in a Eurovision-esque kind of way. Hello, California slash Georgia. Georgia entry by Matt Palmer. Hello. Uh, I know you have other listeners who are into all things Eurovision, so I'm sure they would love to hear your thoughts on the contest too. Also, if you ever need anyone with an exotic Irish accent to come on and talk about the <laughs> contest and Mariah and the Sugar Babes and Big Brother, I'm more than happy to offer my services. So I'm manifesting you getting some snacks and taking a dive into the crazy world of Eurovision this weekend. Or if you can't, it's cool. I'll just harass you again next year. <laughs> Kevin, P.S. The final is going to be just under four hours with 26 songs competing. Wow. But the voting reveal at the end is iconic and one of the best of bits. So, Kevin. Kevin. We are revealing to you today on yes. the podcast. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Better luck next year. I'm sorry. I did see this email. I was considering it. I feel like this was the closest I've gotten to watching it. <laughs> to, like, to I thought about it the longest. I saw that my, you know, as someone I'm a big fan of, Michelle Collins, did an Instagram live about it. And I really was thinking about it and thinking about you. But I have an EP coming up next Friday. <laughs> There's so many things to do before that. And I mean, you just hear like under four hours. It's I like, know. Yeah, That's daunting. I, I would only do that for the Tony Awards and the Oscars. Mm. But, you know, you never know what the future may hold. But I will tell you, Kevin, I did this for you. Wow. Because it is a gay thing you like. <laughs> I listened to the top three songs 
from, I think, first place was Italy. Yes. Second place, I believe, was France. Third okay. place was Switzerland. <laughs> Bless you, darling. Thank you. Uh, and I watched the music videos for them because they like make music videos for all of these songs. Oh, wow. It's, it's very intense and everything. And when I tell you, these songs are... Are great, really like they are epic beyond belief. Like the Italian song was uh, this like crazy rock song and everything. I had no idea what was happening because it was in Italian. The French song was beautiful and quirky, and the music video there's like a train sequence. Mm. Um, it, the song's called Voila, and uh, this train sequence kind of reminds me of the Jesse Ware music video for uh, uh, Spotlight. For some reason, mm, okay. <laughs> um, and the sweet, the, sorry, the Swiss song uh, it's "Tour the Universe," which I'm assuming means "Tour of the Universe" oh, right. or something <laughs> like that. And that song is crazy good. Like I don't understand what's happening in any of these songs of because course. the lyrics are in not English, right? But the melodies are great. Wow, and there's just so much energy put into like the production and everything and the production value of these music videos. So I was very, very impressed. Like, and just the, the variety that was shown within just these three music videos was, was so impressive and so interesting. They really stood out in their own way. The singers were great. Those Italians were like super like queer and Hey, I like that. Hey, and that's on winning I think guys. The two guys were like kissing on stage. I love so it's that. It's like hot. Yes. You know, I love an Italian. You are an Italian. And I am an Italian. <laughs> well, I'm half Italian. Uh, so uh, I guess uh, I'm proud of my my homeland. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Italian from New Jersey is very different from Italian Italian. We don't have the time to get into we'll this. Claim, I'll, I'll, claim, I'll claim Italy, even though the Italians from Italy are probably just like, shut the hell up. You're not Italian. But hey, I'm claiming it and I'm supporting my Italian brethren. Uh, so, Kevin, we love you. We love your podcast. Yes. Everyone check it out. Maybe we'll check out Eurovision <laughs> next year. Next year. <laughs> uh, so the next email comes to us from Chris. Chris says, email my 2000s dancing heart. Hello, Mats. I may be the biggest Brandy Carlisle, Indigo Girls, Ani DeFranco, Dar Williams stan you know, but the other day I woke up with the song L'Amour Toujours by Gigi D'Agostino stuck in my head. Okay. This song led me down an early 2000s dance pop spiral, which included Every Time We Touch by uh, Cascada. Cascada, All Around the World, La 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 by ATC, Murder on the Dance Floor by Sophie Ellis Baxter. Do you both have early 2000s dance bops you still put on your playlists once in a while? Stay fabulous and stream glory. Kiss Kelly. Chris. <laughs> Kiss Kelly. I love Chris. it. I mean, every time we touch is a classic song. Oh, I mean, that is yeah. the ballad version too, the Candlelight remix. Yes. <laughs> I love every version of that song. I also love um, Boom, 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 Boom. I want you in my room. Let's spend the night together. From now and do forever. It's a great song. That's Excellent. A great song. Those are the two that come to mind when I. And who was that? Was that the Vanga Boys who did Boom, 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 Boom? Do not ask me. I think it was the Vanga Boys, but I'll look it up because they had another song, The Vanga Bus. Didn't like that. Okay. <laughs> it was fine, but it just wasn't as good. But I do think there were a lot of great dance bops at the time. And it was weird because in a pre Gaga world, it was like these were all kind of like weird one-offs that like yes. there were the artists attached were almost not important and it was just like oh there's this big pop song mm-hmm. that's like huge and dancey but like you didn't it wasn't like oh we're doing Britney Spears like let's do a whole era around her it's like no there's this song it's dancey and you'll hear it on the radio and it's really fast and four on the floor but then it'll go away yeah 
it was I, weird time. My only real exposure to these sort of 2000s dance pop songs was there was an infomercial for like a dance pop compilation album that mm. played, you know, in during commercial breaks on so many channels that I watched, especially like during like a daytime talk show. Right. <laughs> like a like a Sally Jesse or something like that. And I, that's how I, you know, knew of the Kylie Minogue. La, la, la. Oh, like, you know, obviously that iconic classic song. Um, there was another song that was like, do you think you're better off alone? Like, oh. I all I know are these like sort of the snippets that they would show on the infomercial. Mm. So I only know like specific lines from these <laughs> songs because they would cut to a different song every like five or two or three seconds. Um, so I definitely remember whenever I hear these artists or I hear these these titles mm. it just brings me back to like watching tv as a kid and seeing this infomercial that literally aired for i would say a solid like two and a half three years wow um and so i'm just like brought back to my childhood kind of <laughs> and, and hearing this music and not understanding what it was exactly and not mm. knowing who these artists were and being like but i guess this is for someone hey um yeah and and, re- and thinking oh these artists are very like European mm-hmm. and, that is the feel. like and not and knowing that they were different from like what I was used to hearing right in America I remember a song that I saw on VH1 early mornings in the early 2000s by an artist named Anastasia called One Day in Your Life and okay. that was kind of an up-tempo dance moment she did have a bigger career elsewhere it wasn't like a, a one song moment um for her so I, I did love that one and even some of the big remixes at the time of like R&B ballads in the late 90s like um nobody's to be here I met people who were like oh I thought the dance version of nobody's supposed to be here was the real version I'm like mm. no <laughs> that is wrong but I guess in the tri-state area everyone was listening to that dance remix and also there's a very big dance remix of it's not right but it's okay by Whitney Houston mm. that uh, I don't think anyone thought that was the original but is excellent so I mean there was a lot of great dance music in the late 90s early 2000s that it's it's never a bad time to revisit I I agree. I want to see that infomercial again. I feel like I'll just find be, it. be brought back. I forget what the album was called, but <laughs> it was really fun. Okay, and I'll I'll have to listen to it and finally like hear some of these songs in full, right? Instead of just like the two seconds that they played <laughs> in the commercial, right? Yeah. All right, so Matt Steele, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What's been giving you moments, darling? Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. What's been ah! giving you moments, Matt Palmer? <laughs> I'm sorry, like it it just has. Wow. Yeah, and honestly. I listen to the leak more, which is bad because I should be streaming it. Oh yeah, it yeah. But the leak is like louder. Oh my god! <laughs> Spotify like isn't as like loud as like. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know. Platforms. You're you're saying this to me like I can fix it or I or can I should know what you're talking about. My and problem. No, I can't. But I wish you luck on that. But no, I I have just been listening to that album are there any so new much. favorites since you've been listening oh, over and over one step forward three steps back <sighs> has grown on me so much it's unbelievable it's so so great yes i just am singing it non-stop out loud <laughs> like to myself all the right. time it's so so great i mean she just like buy this album stream it do whatever you got to do and if you want to hear my full thoughts on it then i guess Listen to the listen. Yes, I think they're all there. I think enough for you has grown on me the most, and I liked oh, it at yes. the time. But man, that's a great. Song. I know that's a great. Song. I know. 
Um, well, I guess that's it for my steals. <laughs> for me, um, I wanted just to talk about the end of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And the thing is, this is a television show that's on the bubble and is unsure whether or not it's going to be renewed. If you're watching it and haven't watched the finale, then spoiler alert, I will be spoiling a bit. They very smartly were like, okay, this could very likely be the last episode of this show. Mm. So we are going to leave some things kind of open-ended. There's going to be a little twist at the end to get people excited if there is a next season. But if this is the end, it would be a worthy series finale. I think that's great. I think that's very smart. It made sense to do. And I feel like the show, this season... There were moments where it kind of was trudging along and like it felt like they were rebuilt, like hashing the same kind of things over. It, it's kind of built on a love triangle with um, Zoe, the character, and this guy Simon, and then also Skylar Aston's character, Max. And for a long time, she was with Simon, but you kind of knew that Max was the right person for her. And at the end of the finale episode like he's about to move away and move to New York and like start he has a new girlfriend and all of this stuff but it comes to be that he does not get on the plane much like Rachel and Ross I know and then he like comes back to her and they meet up in San Francisco on like a hill and the whole concept of the show is she can hear people's thoughts through pop songs Mm -hmm. but then once they get back together and she like professes her love to him he heard her thoughts via pop songs. I love that. That's it was a great, a great good series finale. <laughs> I hope if it, it is the series, if it finale. is, it is a good one. I do hope it comes back. Um, I think it's just a it's it's a, such a fun show, and being able to hear. Um, oh gosh, what's his name? Alex, the the the, the um, guy on Glee, who's like a great vocalist. You Alex heard, Newell. Alex Newell. Yes. Whenever he sings on that show, you're just like. Fuck! Like, that's a voice. Oh, yeah. And it's just such a treat to hear him sing every single week. And the show has a lot of heart. It's not a perfect show, but it has a lot of heart, and its heart's in the right place. And it does a lot of things right. So I would recommend, especially the last, like, two to three episodes of the season got really, really good. And so I would recommend, if you are interested and you want the show to come out, come back, stream it on Hulu. It is available for you now. And um, also, they're wrapping up This Is Us this season, and I am also very invested in that. That story will Justin Hartley's character actually marry this girl uh, that he is they're kind of all pointing to like out all the doubts that he has about marrying her because they basically slept together and she got pregnant with twins mm-hmm. and then he was like oh I'm falling in love with you now like we're gonna be together and get married and blah blah, blah. but uh, basically in the past several episodes it's become very clear that like he is trying to do the right thing and like maybe does not have the amount of passion needed to marry a person like if it weren't for these <laughs> twins who knows if they would even be together at this point seems like no she was kind of implying at the bachelorette party that he, he wasn't ghosting her after they hooked up but like he would send polite responses and not initiate and it was like Oh, oh. This is... I know and she's telling like her his mom this he's telling like old Mandy Moore this and she's like so he he was ghosting you? Because <laughs> she learned what a ghost was. He was. She was like, no, no, not exactly. I was like, this is oddly similar to the trajectory of his like personal life. That's what I said. I texted Janie. I'm like, wait, didn't he do this to Chriselle? Like, didn't yeah. he do this to that Selling Sunset girl? And he just got remarried now. 
And huh. it's just like, huh. I guess the writers were inspired. Yes, they were. I mean, hey, I'm, I'm sure they're glad he's he's giving them good content. Hey, rip from the headlines. Hey, I wonder if he was like, hey. <laughs> I wonder if he was like, hey, this I is mean, oddly similar. In fairness, I feel like they probably had this whole like trajectory for this character written out for a long time. Like Mm -hmm. if there's any show that has its beginning, middle and end planned out, because all the episodes are literally just filling in the blanks. Like we've literally seen Mandy Moore on her deathbed already. And we're just trying to figure out how she gets there. Mm. Maybe he's a method actor and he knew that this was going to be the trajectory of his character. So he was like, like, you know what? I should like, I can do that. Ghost someone and see like (laughs) what that feels like. Well, he didn't ghost Chriselle. He dumped her via text, just like Russell Brand did to Katy Perry. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like a, text divorce there's nothing like a text divorce. could you I, imagine i hope that um our happy thruple doesn't text no divorce. no i no one's married there so they won't be text divorcing i wonder what that text thread is like though i bet, I bet it's, it's hot i bet it's super I bet it's so, super hot, hot. <laughs> yes stream that tv oh stream me i was on tv this week oh yes you were i can't believe that wasn't you giving you moments uh, yeah i was on tv <laughs> i got a moment yes um, i i was not cut yes from uh I have not watched it yet because it's on Netflix and you have yet to log into your Netflix account. Um, so I still That's don't so have sad. access to Matt Palmer's uh, Netflix to watch myself shine. Mm. Um, but yeah, my line in uh, the series finale, not series, the uh, season finale of special. No, it is a series finale. Oh, in the series finale of special. <laughs> Second and final season. My line, unlike my episode of This Is Us, right. my line was not cut. Could you give us a performance of the line now? Oh, I can. Hold yes. On. Hold on. The, pretend the camera's following some, All right. some blue drinks. Okay. And I just go, Adderall spritz. <laughs> and then I walk away. I love it. I also love that until, I think after you shot it, you didn't understand the joke. No, it was before I shot okay, it. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was before I shot it. You, yeah. you told me the line and you're like, I don't know what that, and I was like, like Aperol. Well, well, spritz well because is a drink. I was like, oh, Adderall spritz. It must be like an Adderall drink. That's right. the joke and everything. And you were like, oh, and also because of Aperol spritz. Right. And I was like, who? Who? <laughs> an Aperol? Yeah, I don't so know I like, her. <laughs> oh, so there's like two funny things happening with yes. this line. So like they it like entrusted me with like this double edged sword oh joke. God. Oh my God. I know. It's so amazing. The I dab. I know. I booked the role in like February of 2020. And, All right, and I, was, to shoot. I was supposed to shoot in March and no, I was supposed to shoot in April. Mm. Obviously that didn't happen. No, 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 no. And I just like thought that they were just going to cancel my little role. And <laughs> no, then and they in didn't. October they were like, Hey, we need you. And I was like, well, I love being needed. Hey, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. We love you on special. I, I, I love that, that show. I need to watch the new season. Oh, I'm excited to watch it yeah. when you log into your Netflix account. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've had that line marinating for, okay. for months and, and you just see it in, in the, the grand, great performance. Now it's finally out into the world. Now it's finally out into the world yes. and I will win my Emmy. Yes. I can't <laughs> believe you haven't posted a picture of you with that, with your line as the caption. Just Adderall spritz. Iconic. No, well, <laughs> it could be like a commercial. Yes. Yeah. You got for a, a fake product. I love that for you. Yeah. Something to work on. I did it. I was on the TV. You were. Oh my god. A I star, did it, guys. I a star. Fucking did it. A star was born. It was. I mean, Ali who? You know. Exactly. <laughs> I am the new Ali. There's gonna be a billboard of me and some uh, uh, bright, some dear Evan Hansen blue light. Yes. It'll just say Matt on, on it. It'll and just, it's say just Matt. like. What's this really promoting? Doesn't make any sense, does that? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so uh, I guess that's it for our episode this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with more 2 a the podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
do, do, do. 